are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nahumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast. See you. 
Good morning, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another great edition of JM Sunday here on the fourth day in the month of November 2012, the 19th of Cheshvan, 5773. I'm your host, Matis Weingast. I'll be here with you until 9 o'clock this morning. Eastern Standard Time here in the United States. We are now seven hours time difference from Israel, and uh, we have switched the clock again. What a week it's been since we joined you last week and broadcast this show. A crazy, 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 crazy week, to say the least. I hope everybody has fared well uh, in these parts, affected by Superstorm Sandy. And uh, the devastation has been terrible in so many areas. And our hearts and prayers are out to all those affected by this, whether it's... a uh, a relatively simple loss of power, and that be it to loss of entire homes and contents and and everything. Our uh, our prayers go out go out to you, and we thank you for listening. We're going to play some great Jewish music between now and nine o'clock. Who knows who might show up to join me this morning? We'll see. But whether you're listening on the stream at home, or if you decided to go into your workplace early because on a Sunday because uh, the, that's the only place that has some heat and some power. Or if you're listening anywhere around the world that wasn't affected by the storm, or if you're listening right now on a gasoline line here in the New York, New Jersey area, just waiting to get gasoline, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we will be with you live for the next two hours here on JM Sunday.
coming up at 7.30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time in the East Coast of the United States, 2.30 in Israel. Hope everybody's enjoying this morning's edition of JM Sunday. With your host, that's me, Matis Weingast. I'm glad I was able to make it here this morning. Wasn't sure about the power situation because of Storm Sandy, or as they called it, Super Storm Sandy. But thank God the power was restored Shabbos afternoon, actually, and we were able to be here this morning with you. We're going to go right to Rabbi Goldwasser, and then we'll give you a wrap-up of the songs that we play this morning and a couple of other things here on the stream. And at this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday morning, we uh, we present to you Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk, Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We say in Shemona Esrei, Mashvah Ruach Hashem. Hashem causes the wind to blow and the rain to fall. It says in Masech Chagiga, Ba'asara Devarim Nivra Ha'olam. There were ten things that the world was created with. Bechachma, with wisdom, Ubisvuna, with understanding, Ubigvura, and with might. The Gemara and Tainus asks, My Gevuras Keshamim, what does it mean, the power of the rains? It is because they come down with strength. The question is, why did Chazal coin the word Gevura when talking about rain and not Gedula, the greatness of the rain? We can understand that Gedula is recognized by the fact that it is constant without interruption. For instance, the sun rises and the sun sets. We can set our clock by the sun rising and the sun setting. That's all according to the laws of nature. Everyone will agree that rain does not have a set pattern. At the time when we can understand the sunrise and the sunset, we cannot understand when it will rain, when there will be a storm, even when Khalila there will be a hurricane. Sometimes rain will not fall for many days. Sometimes rain will fall all of the time. Sometimes rain will fall gently. Sometimes rain will fall with much greater strength. This is in order to understand that it is all the might, the power of Hashem Yisparach. And therefore, we call it Gevuros Keshamim, the might of the rains. This is also the reason why this particular phrase is found within Atogi Bar Leolom Hashem. You are mighty forever, Hashem. Because we come to understand the omnipotence and the omnipresence of Hashem in our world. Just like Hashem is Somech Noiflim, lifts up those that have fallen. Mechayim Hashem is the one that will revive the dead in the future. So too, Hashem has caused the rain to fall. The Vilna Goin points out, according to this, we can understand that rain is considered equal to Tchiasamesim, the resurrection of the dead. Why is it considered to be equal to such a great act as the resurrection? Because we understand that just like Tchiasamesim, the resurrection of the dead, everyone will agree that it is not Alpiteva. It is not according to the laws of nature. 
so too, when the rain will fall and we have any type of weather, including inclement weather, we understand that it is all gevura. It is the might of Hashem manifesting itself in this world. Our tefillahs go out. We pray for anyone who has been affected by this particular weather. May Hashem Yisbarach help to keep all the families safe and sound. May we be secure and Be'ez Hashem enjoy better days ahead. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser, with very timely words for uh, this period of time here in the east coast of the United States when Superstorm Sandy started to strike uh, last Sunday, shortly after we ended our show here on JM Sunday, while people were listening to the stream, and then it got progressively worse. And uh, the what you've been reading about and hearing about all through the week is uh, is the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy, which became Superstorm Sandy. And everyone around here is still feeling the after effects, whether it's loss of power, loss of home contents, loss of homes, and unfortunately loss of lives. We uh, try to get things back to normal as much as possible and as soon as possible. Very glad that we were able to get JM Sunday up and running here on the stream, jmandam.org, nachamsegel.com. The uh, station over at WFMU, both the transmitters, unfortunately, were knocked out because of the storm. Nachum was able to get in and broadcast on the stream only towards the latter part of the last week, and he'll be continuing tomorrow. I don't know what the status is of the station as of right now, but you can tune in on the air tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., when Nachum will begin JM in the AM for a Monday morning, back to school, back to work, for some people, for most people around the world, of course, but for some people around these parts. And uh, if you uh, if you don't hear it on the air and you're able to just switch right over to the stream on your uh, smart devices, and you'll be able to pick up the show that way. Uh, I'm not sure of the schedule for the rest of today. I don't know what what is on the schedule for the stream, whether it's uh, repeats, encore presentations of uh, our uh, our first-run shows from during the week, such as uh, Charlie Harari or, uh, or That's Life. Uh, but keep attuned to the stream. Keep attuned to the stream, excuse me, and uh, certainly you'll hear great Jewish music. If nothing else, hopefully some programming. Avrami was able to make it in and get uh, Saturday Night Seagull up and running. Did a great job. And we'll continue to get back to normal as the days and weeks progress uh, here in the East Coast. I want to thank listeners Joshua and Yoshi and Pinny for liking us on the Facebook page JM Sunday, bringing us up to 70 likes. The... um, the goal for this morning, before the show, so thank you so much for that. If you're listening and you haven't had a chance and you're able to go to Facebook page JM Sunday, please go there and like the page itself, and uh, we'll get our numbers up. We want to do that so we can communicate with as many people as possible. If you want to let us know anything that's going on in the area, you can do that by sending me an email at matis at nachamsegel.com. It's M-A-T-T-E-S at nachamsegel.com. 
and we'll be more than happy to make uh, your announcements. If we can, we'll uh, play some requests, uh, what you request in terms of songs. And, uh, you know, and we'll do all that. We switched the clock back here in the United States at uh, 1 a.m. this morning. 2 a.m. this morning, rather, became 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we are now seven hours apart from Israel. Israel is seven hours ahead. Now, let's see. It's 7.38 in the morning here. Hawaii is six hours behind, which means it's 1.38 in the new time. But I think, if I'm correct, Hawaii has not yet switched to Eastern time. I'm not even sure that they ever switch in the first place. I think they do. Uh, so uh, that might be the last part of the United States that switches. And uh, we're going to try at 8 o'clock to present the news from Israel, by the way, the 3 p.m. news from Israel. We'll see if we're able to pull that off today. That's the Galitzal Israel Army Radio News. So keep it tuned. Here on the stream, JM Sunday. I know it's not Hanukkah yet, but... Uh, there have been some miraculous things that have happened over the last few days, so I thought this song would be appropriate here for a JM Sunday. Thanks for listening, everyone.
and snowflakes and flowers that bloom. The warmth of a smile and the songs we sing. I know, I know. I, I, I played that song twice. I, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Live radio. Well, that's the great thing. We're here on JM Sunday live with you. And uh, thank you so much for listening. I told you that we're going to try to get the, the uh, Israel Army Radio Galit Salon. I'm not sure we're going to be able to do that. We're going to try. We're going we're gonna to see if we're able to get that. Uh, I'm not sure. We're going to try and see if we can do that. Like I said, you are listening to Jam Sunday here at uh, on the stream. And let's see if we get this. Israel Army Radio, 3 p.m. News. על רקע העימותים של צבא סוריה עם המורדים באסד סמוך לגבול עם ישראל, עולה היום הרמטכ"ל גנץ לסיור ברמת הגולן. כתבנו הצבאי טל לברם. שהוא משקיף מהרמה אל עבר שטח סוריה, מזהיר הרמטכ"ל מפני זליגת העימות לשטח ישראל. רק אתמול נכנסו לאזור החיץ שלושה טנקים של צבא סוריה. האש מכוונת אולי אל צבא המורדים, אבל זה עדיין מדאיג את צה"ל. שרת החוץ לשעבר ציפי לבני אומרת שלא הופתעה מהרעיון שהעניק ראש הרשות הפלסטינית אבו מאזן לערוץ 2 בסוף השבוע. התקשרתי ובירכתי אותו על האומץ. כך לבני בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים עם יעל דן. מבחינתי הדברים שאמר לא היו הפתעה. מאוד שמחתי שהוא אמר את זה בשידור לישראלים, כי אני שומעת את הקולות ארבע שנים שממשלת ישראל משכנעת את הציבור בישראל שאין עם לדבר. אורח בשמונה ימים מעצרו של שמעון קופר, חשוד ברצח אמו ושתי נשותיו, הדס שטייט מדווחת. בבית משפט השלום בכפר סבא נחשף היום כי אהובתו הרופאה המרדימה של שמעון קופר טוענת כי האיש רימה אותה, לא סיפר לה שהוא נשוי וגם ביקש ממנה כדורים שלא משאירים סימן. עוד עולה כי במהלך הימים האחרונים נחקרו עדים אשר חיזקו את החשדות נגד האיש כי רצח שתיים מנשותיו ואת אמו. הציבור הישראלי מעיד על עצמו שהוא חסכן, אבל גם מתוודה על הקושי לכסות את ההוצאות. יונה לייבזון עם נתוני הלשכה המרכזית לסטטיסטיקה. השוואה בינלאומית מגלה שהישראלים אינם בקיאים כל כך בנושאים הפיננסיים, כמו חישובי ריבית או אינפלציה, אבל כ-60% אומרים שהם דווקא אחראים מבחינה כלכלית. 80% מעידים שהם עורכים השוואת מוצרים לפני קנייה, ועם זאת 45% מתקשים בכיסוי ההוצאות. מנהיג חדש לנוצרים הקופטים. בטקס בקתדרלה בקהיר הוגרל שמו של הפטריארך הבא של העדה. האיש הוא תיאודורוס השני, בן 60, שעד לרגע המרגש הזה מבחינתו עבד כרוקח. 
כתבנו ג'קי חוגי, שעקב בדריכות אחרי האירוע, מספר שטקס הבחירה כלל ילד בן תשע שעיניו כוסו ושהגריל את שמו של המנהיג החדש מתוך צנצנת מלאת פתקים. מזג האוויר עדיין חם מהרגילה ייתכן גשם בדרום, כולל אילת, מה שיוצר חשש מסוים משיטפונות. ולסיום, עיריית ירושלים מזהירה את המפלגות, לא נאפשר לזהם את העיר עם שלטי תעמולה. כתבתנו חן פישר מציינת שבמכתב לרשימות השונות לקראת הבחירות, הודיעה העירייה שכל תליית מודעה בניגוד לחוק תיענה בכתבי אישום פליליים, קנסות ותלונות למבקר המדינה. אלה החדשות שעורך אסף ליברמן, בצוות ברדותן ואפרת הראל. Okay, great. We were able to get that on this morning, Israel Army Radio, 3 p.m. news broadcast. It is uh, 8 o'clock here in the uh, eastern part of the United States. We changed to Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and, uh, uh, the, 2 o'clock this morning became 1 o'clock, and I was up to do that. How do you like that? I, that's the law, right? The law says that you have to uh, change it. At 2, p.m., at 2 a.m., so I, I was up and I, I took care of that. I want to give you a wrap-up of all the music we played so far this morning here on JM Sunday. We started out with uh, Modani, of course, by Regesh, went to the Chevra with Rananu. After that, Avrami Flam, Yehuda and Dov Levine, There's a Place in My Mind is the album, and we heard Ki Alecha. Mataya Voha Shalom from Shire Alumim. It's going back a couple of years there, I think. Gad Elbaz with Tefillah Derech, appropriate for this uh, this area, this time in particular. After that, Baruch Habitan from the Me'emek album with Yerushalayim, followed by Al HaNisim, as we said, uh, because there were a lot of Nisim that happened in this uh, particular time in many different ways, even though there's... So many tragic events uh, that happened. Everything from just a little bit, relatively little bit loss of power to uh, loss of life. Uh, but there were many things that were uh, miraculous. So we played Ali Nisim. After that, Leosin Niflot from Asaf Shafar. Simcha Balibi, Ari Goldwag. Shreyabal Sharf and Levine, thank you, Hashem. We actually got that in one and a half times. <laughs> and uh, Shari Shemayim from uh, Dedi. From the Kokwe album. Rounded out the first hour of JM Sunday. We'll be here until uh, 9 o'clock this morning, Eastern Standard Time. Here in the East Coast of the United States. It's now 8.05 here, 3.05 in Israel. And uh, we're going to go back to more great music uh, here on the stream. stream will continue all day, all night. 24-6, the stream continues. Not sure, as I mentioned before, I'm not exactly sure what the uh, what the stream will have for us after the show today. Uh, it might have um, it might have some encore presentations, or it might have uh, it might have uh, music streaming. I'm not sure. So we'll all find this out together after nine o'clock. Nachum will be back tomorrow morning at six a.m. Certainly on the stream, jmintheam.org, jmintheam.org, possibly on 91.1 FM on the radio dial if the transmitters are up and running. One thing I do want to mention, you can still go to jmintheam.org and participate in our very much-needed silent campaign for uh, the fall fundraiser, year-end fundraiser, especially now. 
you can only imagine what it's going to cost to get the stations back up and running. There were um, there were some uh, devices that were damaged from the electrical surges and the loss of electricity. It's going to take a lot to get the station back up and running, but hopefully that will be soon. Uh, so anything that you can contribute, especially at this time, to our silent campaign, go to jmandtheam.org. There's a pledge bar right on top. Click that pledge bar, pledge something, and uh, participate in that year-end campaign. It's not our major campaign coming up in the beginning of uh, next year, in the first uh, after the first couple of months of next year, where we have our marathon, but this is extremely important, especially now. So once again, jmandtheam.org, please go to the pledge bar, hit pledge, make a pledge, and uh, really help us out to keep everything going. Next up is Avram Freed here on JM Sunday. Avram Freed with Baruch Haba. Hey, 
Odelakale here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast, your host for this morning. Thank you to all of you who are joining us this morning from around the world. Appreciate it. Appreciate the comments coming in. Appreciate the likes that you're giving to JM Sunday. We're up to 70. Do we want to get to uh, 500 by next week? I don't think so. <laughs> We're doing this incrementally, a few at a time. Maybe we should shoot for 10%. Uh, 10% increase each week. Even that might be too much. I don't want to. I don't want to make it too hard. Mayor, what do you think? I think you uh, should take it slow. Take slow it slow. Slow and steady I wins so. the race. Excellent. Good morning, Mayor Furtick. Good morning. How are you? Thank you so much for joining me this morning and joining us on the air. You're I am fine. I see you have your power back. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God we have power back. It's crazy in this area, as you know. You got your power back earlier than than we did. We had our power back Thursday morning. Um, okay. Somebody texted me and said, "The JEC is back on. Do you have power?" And I ran down and I op- I had shut off all the breakers. Right. That so I do. went down and opened them, and sure enough, we had power. Thank God. Excellent. And, but I, I, he told me, or somebody told me, that we, it wasn't going all the way up our block. So I right. considered myself fortunate. Right. It wasn't until Friday night, walking home from shul in the pitch black, uh, and I dove into a further shul, right. walking back, that I realized that my friend three or four doors down was the last uh, house with power, and wow. everything else all the yes. way up. Pitch was black. pitch black. Unbelievable. Uh, the uh, the outages, you know, I guess in retrospect, the outages are the least of the problems. If the only thing we had were outages because people oh, yeah. have, are in terrible, terrible situation right now. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, I, I was telling my kids at one point, don't complain. Exactly. Don't complain because, uh, you know, I mean, we know people who... Uh, I know people who uh, have, you know, flooding and uh, lost cars. Right. Lost right. two cars. Right. Floated an, away. Right. Exactly. You know, people. I mean, that's actually a common fact pattern apparently in the five towns: two cars and the lower level of the house done. Wow. And uh, do we know about our general manager, Miriam El Wallach? Have you heard from her? Uh, I have heard from her. They are all okay. They okay. Uh, got in the car and scooted out of town to get away from some of the chaos. Wow. And, uh, has she been back to her? Uh, um, yeah, I don't know that they had any case? real damage, thank okay, God. Thank I mean, they, thought they lost a massive tree in front of their house. Yes, uh, so I heard. I haven't seen pictures of and that. And I, I mean, I know what the tree looks like. It yeah. was huge. It was a tree up the block here yeah. that fell in between two houses, a huge tree. Oh, I saw that. I, I actually know... put a picture of it on Facebook. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. Oh, I did not see that. I, I didn't miss that one. <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, it, it, thank God it missed right between. the houses. And when they cleaned it up. Yeah. There was this wooden fence in between. It looked like there wasn't even damage to the fence. It's like Seriously? the branches had kind of wow. held everything in. We have a tree on the side of our house yeah. that was swaying to the base right. during the storm. And thank God it did not topple So we, uh, we, lost, oh, we lost the city tree in front yes, of our house. That, that also land. Talk about perfect landings. Right. Thank God didn't. Right. I don't think it even interrupted the power lines. That wasn't right, why wasn't. we lost power, right. obviously. It, it looked good, though, because I think now you have a place for the kids to play because they can climb up right. that tree. You can build a tree house. Uh, <laughs> yes, except, right for, to the except for the little thing about the sidewalk. <laughs> that minor um, you know what? Like they have in California, those big redwoods where they right. cut right through. Oh, right, absolutely. Just cut a path right through the tree and the sidewalk and leave everything If else only there. I'd thought of that before the city came to take it away. Well, now, that I have to say, I'm impressed with Elizabeth. I am always impressed with uh, about the, this stuff. Yesterday, we were yeah. watching these this big green dump truck right. 
going back and forth here every 20 minutes filled with another load of trees and branches and mm-hmm. debris. They were out in force. We saw a, a tree cutting company from Texas that came up here and was doing cutting. Right. Uh, and we saw PSC and G people. Right. Uh, it was funny. I uh, I said uh, to somebody yesterday that on Friday we just, we had power. We didn't have power until about whatever it was, 11 o'clock Friday morning. And as I left to go to work, it was before we had power back. I saw some PSC and G people, a crew over at Kane College for those who right. University for those familiar with the area. And as I was driving by, they were standing there, so I slowed down. I opened my window, and I just said thank you to them. You know, that was nice I didn't of you. say. Yeah. Hey, we have no power or anything. Just, right. you know, thanks. I know you're doing a hard job. And, right. You know, thank you very much. That was very nice. As I'm driving a little bit further, Karen texts me that power came back on. <laughs> so I don't think it was because of the thank you. It's one you, of those powers of a good word right, story. Exactly. But it's, you know, coincidence. <laughs> you know what? Not everybody is having, you know, I mean, we're considering ourselves fortunate. But uh, I, I know I've heard from my uncle in Englewood who has had their fourth major power outage in a year. Wow. And uh, they're, I hope he's got his power back by now. Hope so. They're not happy campers. TNAC is still slammed. Yeah, absolutely. The governor announced last night, you know, I didn't go on the site today. I should have pulled it up. But if you go to um, nj.gov, which mm-hmm. I believe is the official site of the uh, state of New Jersey, right. there is a hurricane uh, banner on top for hurricane information. And if you click on that, uh, somewhere, I believe, on the left, there is a power company update. What the governor asked the power companies in Jersey to do is to give the state an exact, uh, you know, as best as they can, right. a timetable for the next three days, today, tomorrow, and Tuesday, of what areas they're going to cover, how many people are out so far, oh, and how many they expect to get back on each day. So I'm calling it the look at the chart and you'll see when you're not going to get power <laughs> chart. But it does show, for instance, that the TNEC, I believe they expect to have about a third of the people back uh, in the next uh, in the next day today, right? Uh, who are without it? So if you're able to go to that site, you can see the areas around Uh-oh. there. Yeah, I think they're having a little problem with their website. I'm on the Hurricane Sandy Information Center. Yeah, and there's what looks like HTML gibberish at the top oh, of the no. page. I, yeah, yeah. I guess now, maybe too. Having <laughs> having been through that, I was actually when our power went out, right. I was actually. On the in, not on in the YU emergency page. Oh wow! Posting something, and my colleagues who actually know how to do that had already lost power. Uh. So I was trying to, you know, I was just trying to follow the instructions I was given and step by step. Right. And I don't know HTML. And you I'm, know what it stands for? I don't even know what it stands for. Um, ha- have tremendous. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Aggravation doesn't, doesn't yeah, fit. No, it anyway, doesn't, it doesn't so fit. Uh, so uh, the lights went out. I'm sitting, you know, as it were, you know, hands deep in the website, you know, in the emergency yes. page. And I quickly put my uh, phone hotspot on so that I can continue working on my laptop. Okay. And when it was done, I had the message that I wanted to post there, but there was also HTML garble. And I'm like, uh. oh, no, now what do I do? So between me and, and, and a colleague who was also trying to do it and also doesn't know HTML, right. somehow we got the information up there. But it looked uh, only a little better than this on the New Jersey.gov <laughs> page for about two hours. I'm try- I think I have it on my computer. It could be a – just depends on where it's coming from. But Bergen County, for instance, Teaneck, the uh – the list that's here, now, of course, that I, I needed now, it froze up a bit. So uh, let's see if we can get that. 
By the way, how is YU faring in uh, in all this? Thank God, we uh, we had it was it was certainly exciting. Um, the the uptown the Wolf Campus uh, never lost power. Good. Um, the um, the Israel Henry Barron Campus in Midtown, the Stern College right. and Cy for Women, you know, School for Business for Women, uh, that campus was completely blacked out, as was the Cardoza Campus in Lower Manhattan, wow. completely blacked out. Um, we limped along with it, and the students were amazing. I don't know if you can comment on this officially. Yeah. I'm not asking in an official capacity, but I, I heard, I saw postings that mm-hmm. the, uh, that the Stern dorm was evacuated. Yeah, is that absolutely. True? Wednesday night. We, that's what I was going to say. The, the uh-huh. students were fantastic. They really, you know, did they, you know, good humor, like just like everybody else. Right. You know, you do? just do what you got to do. Right. But by Wednesday night, uh, it became clear that we had to close the dorms. Right. Uh, and the same thing for the Cardoza dorm. So uh, a lot of students went home, who, who people live in the area and could get home. And obviously many students from out of town had to be put up. Right. So uh, the Washington Heights community opened their arms. It was phenomenal. Nice. Every every one of the women who needed a place to stay, uh, we bust them uptown. Wow. And we actually had bust people uptown during the day. You know, they were sitting in these cold, dark dorms. We bust them uptown during the day so they can get to the uh, the library. Right. And study because theoretically midterms are sooner or later they're going to have to happen. And uh, then when we made the decision to close the dorm that day, um, we sent buses, you know, back and forth and whatever. And and people, uh, we put out the word in Washington Heights. You know, we have some people who, uh, you know, work in the community and know the community well, and they put out the word. And somebody sent me an email that said she had 300 emails that she hadn't gotten to yet. Offering to take in students. Wow! Nice. And she she finished she she um, actually finished the email with um, just to give everybody a little bit of chizuk because every you know people were working very very hard yeah, at sure. all this. She goes. She was trying to explain the outpouring of support for 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 YU for Stern and you know people who wanted to take in the students. And she ends her email with, "We are doing something very very right." Nice. It was a really nice email. Now, you yourself, I believe, uh, tried to match some people before Shabbos, right? I did. That was a complete failure of an oh. I put something up on Facebook saying <laughs> yeah. uh, anybody in Elizabeth who needs, uh, who has accommodations and can accommodate, and I didn't even realize at that point just how bad it still was. Right. Um, anybody who has accommodations or could have people you know, either to sleep or for whole Shabbos or for a meal, um, let me know on Facebook. And, I, and anybody who needs a place... Or if you know of anybody who needs right. a place who may not have access to Facebook right now, get in touch, and we'll try to sure. make a connection. So two people immediately contacted me uh, with accommodations. Nice. But um, but nobody, uh, you know, either people weren't looking for Facebook, looking at Facebook, right. or they, people or they, were just deciding, making their own arrangements or deciding they'll tough it out. Right. Well, a number of people stayed home, I know, and I'm sure this applied to many people all over, because they were afraid of uh, looting and, right. and things like that. That did also. occur to me. Uh, uh, that occurred to so me. So I know that there were people who were sitting at their homes with their their, their various means of protection. Oh, I, I know somebody who was absolutely prepared for his generator to be taken. I mean, yeah. he was he, he ran a he ran an extension cord during the night from the generator to his room and slept with a light on yeah. and uh, with a, a pistol and an assault rifle. Oh, yeah. And he was absolutely prepared. A hundred percent. Bet you know who that is. Yeah, I bet I, you do. And, and, but you know what? You somebody, know what? You gotta do that. Smart somebody of him. somebody Smart told of him. me that uh, there was a there was a van driving around stealing generators. I believe that we have a, a policeman who lives nearby here, mm-hmm. and um, 
he has a generator, he said. And he was very nice. He said, uh, he's, <laughs> he's actually leaving tomorrow to go someplace uh, out of this country. Mm-hmm. And he said that if we still don't have power, he would lend us a generator. He said, but just chain it up in the back and right. put it there because, yeah, people are, are right. going around. Uh, but it's uh, it's a smart thing to do, and whether you're protected by uh, a uh, Kentucky – wait, I see. I don't know about anything about sports. So what, who makes the baseball? Louisville. A Louisville, right, a Louisville slugger. I, I was right. right. Okay. A Louisville slugger or, 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 or the a law firm of Smith & Wesson. Right. Uh, then, you know, you have to do what you have to do. I, a lot of people said – I heard a lot of people um, who this experience may have sort of pushed them over the top and say they, they need to get a weapon. Not a bad idea. I, I mean, uh, somebody, I, a family okay. I know who was completely opposed to the concept. Right. Um, he said to her, it's time. Right. I don't think we've ever discussed this on any JM and the AM programming, but right. uh, but I you know, 100% agree. We, we actually, not because of this, but a few weeks back, we actually uh, uh, pulled up the application for a uh, firearm license. Uh, so, uh, mm-hmm. you know. It, you, you would be surprised. It's part of the Constitution. You would be yeah, surprised, yeah. by the way, you, or you may not, just how many, uh, not just Jewish, but Orthodox families in this area have, oh, have oh, weapons. I'm, I'm not surprised. A lot. Uh, even in, in Passaic, uh, that might even be more of a surprise, but uh, yeah. when we were living there, there are a lot of people, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a live quote on the air. Isn't that great? We, right. I don't have a quote button right. on, this, uh, on this mixer. I apologize. Uh, a lot of people do. And you know what? There's... I won't say there's no reason not to, but I mean in general, you know, it's constitutional right, and why not be protected, and why not learn how to use it? Yeah, I, if I we, when we all go to Israel, we're gonna have to go in the army anyway and learn how to, <laughs> how to shoot. Might as well, might as well get the practice now. It's 8:30 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. Mayor, you were up at the same time I was. Yes. Changing the clocks back. Is that because the law said 2 a.m. becomes one? And you know. Oh, you absolutely. You have to do it on time, don't I, you? Right. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> so I stayed up. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm trying to find out. Usually, uh, uh, Hawaii is six hours behind us. Right. But from what I understand, they may not be. They may be five hours. Is it only six hours? Are you sure? Yeah, I'm quite sure. Six hours. So I remember a place I used to work for had customers in Hawaii. Right. And they would go by New York time for business, for certain businesses, because it worked with the stock market and whatnot. So 9 o'clock in the morning, the stock Mm -hmm. market opens 9.30, whatever. And it's 3.30 in the morning. So remember, it was six hours back, and they're up. Six hours behind. Behind us. I'm sorry. Right. And uh, I thought, uh, so it was funny because they said their Sunday morning mm-hmm. is football for breakfast because oh, that's when funny. the games are on, they're, right. you know. See, I've only having... ever called Hawaii once or twice in my life. So, yeah. But I found out this morning that Hawaii is, is on Hawaiian Aleutian time. That's the time zone there. The Hawaii Aleutian really? time zone, yeah. So it's 8 a.m. hat? Um, <laughs> I don't know what time it is there. And I, I don't, I'm not sure we have any listeners over there right now. But um, well, I mean, I That was an example. I mean, it's 8.30 here. It's 8.30 here, so right. So that means so, it's, so it's 2.30 or is it 1.30 in the morning there now? No, With six or seven two, hours I, now. See, I think it's for some reason. I, I thought it was supposed to go back to 6, oh. but I think it may be 5. Oh, 5. So then it would be uh, so 3.30. 3.30 Hawaiian Aleutian time right. in Hawaii. Right. And wait a second. So it's 3.30 in Israel right now, but they're ahead. Right. I'm totally confused. Anyway, let me I've tell got you a that total headache now. <laughs> that in Bergen County, according to the according to PSENG, Bergen County uh, in Teaneck, PSENG serves fifteen thousand eight hundred ninety-two customers. Uh, as of yesterday, ninety-one hundred were out. Right. 
It's about 57%, they say. Did you say 15,000 customers? 15,892 customers. That's, that's their total? People. That's in TNEC. Oh, in Only TNEC. In TNEC. I'm sorry. Okay, because I was TNEC. thinking that number sounded low. Of which 9,000 were out. Wow. Uh, and uh, they expect that today 4,113 customers will be back, mm-hmm. and the remaining 4,571 will be back tomorrow. And the governor had said that he is going to be keeping the utility companies to these numbers, and he doesn't, you know, Governor Christie is pretty. He's a pretty tough pretty, guy. Pretty straight, <laughs> straight. You know, most of the things we can say that he said, some of the things we can't. Uh, but uh, <laughs> he he said, look, don't don't tell me what you can't do, what you think. Tell me what you're going to do for the next three days. Right. And, and then get it done. If you look at the numbers, they don't say that. PSG doesn't say that. Uh, everything everybody's going to be on over the next three days. You just want to know what's going to be on. So. Right. Hopefully they will uh, they'll get it back on soon. I know people uh, who listen to the show were waiting on gas lines this morning. Really? Already out early. Um, the Costco in Passaic for, in Clifton, from what mm-hmm. I understand, is running 24 hours for its gas. Right. So um, I actually heard that. Oh, maybe well, did you put that I on Facebook? I posted it yesterday. That's right. right. And then there was a whole discussion because somebody said, "Well, no, Costco didn't have power, so how could it be?" But then somebody said, "I just went there and it's a half an hour, whatever." So. Uh, well, amidst, in midst of all this, we always get some really interesting stories. We'll go back to the storm in a second. But there was a very interesting story that you have uh, for this morning, if you want to uh, yes, share that with us. Yes, there's a doctor in Renana whose name is Jay Walgelertner, who had a really, really interesting experience. He's an ENT, an ear, nose, and throat uh, doctor at Schneider Children's Medical Center of Israel in Petach Tikva. He put something up on Facebook that began, Have you ever had one of those days when you were just really happy that you went to work, today was one of those days. And this is a story that we're reading from Haaretz.com. Walgo Lertner is 38, he's from Toronto, and last week he posted to Facebook that he was asked to examine an eight-month-old baby with a serious condition. And after the examination, he met the family, and he noticed the baby's grandfather was kind of staring at him. And uh, the grandfather looked Walgo Lertner in the eyes. He said, he looked me in the eyes and told me that a Canadian doctor had once saved his life. He thought for a minute and said that his name was similar to mine and sounded something like, you know, whatever what his name is. So he asked him for more details, and he um, he started giving him details. And all of a sudden, he realized that this was the guy. He said his eyes widened as he told him his name. He said, Rachamim Mizrahi is his name. And the doctor writes, I felt lightheaded, and I got up from my chair. The guy, the grandfather, started to cry, ran over to him, gave him a big hug and a kiss, and here's what happened. Apparently, um, years ago, uh, Woke Alertner and a paramedic saved this guy's life. He was working as a doctor on a uh, Mada, Magen David Adom ambulance in Yerushalayim, and he was called to this guy's home. He had had a heart attack and went into cardiac arrest, and he was essentially dead. And Woke Alertner, this doctor and a paramedic, revived him, resuscitated him, and saved his life. And... Look at that. Years later. Wow. Years later. That, many years wow. later, he's still alive. He's a grandfather. And he meets the same doctor like treating office. treating his uh, his grandson or his granddaughter. Amazing. That's a phenomenal story. So this guy apparently made Aliyah. This doctor made Aliyah in 2000. He said he does not plan on losing contact with this family right. again. Wow. I think it said he – is he from Toronto? Yeah. You uh, is he from Toronto? It, Originally? Yes. Toronto, made yes. Toronto, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> That's an amazing story. We should try to get him on the air next week. Yes. 
That'd will, be very will it still cool. be, in, in your professional opinion, would it still be newsworthy next week to have him on the air? Uh, it's already a couple of days old. It's yeah, a feature it's a story, but yeah. it's a feature story, and it's, it, it's a good story. And it's a good right. It's a good story for this time. A, a we good, actually a good story never dies. True. We actually tried to get him on uh, today, but we were not able to. Yeah, it's worth a so shot. We'll see when, I think it's worth absolutely. a shot, especially you know he's yeah. on Facebook. You know where to find yeah, him. Yeah, of course, one hundred percent. I'll bet you could do it. We're gonna go back to some music for a few minutes, and then we'll be back with some more interesting information about uh, the storm. And uh, Mayor Furtick here with me this morning. Matis Weingast on JM Sunday. How about some Mordecai McDavid here on JM Sunday?
All right, well, JM, you're listening to JM Sunday. Hello, everybody. Mayor Furtick here, visiting with Mathis Weingast here in Weingast Studios in Elizabeth, uh, New Jersey. What were we just so listening much. to? We were, <laughs> who knows? No. <laughs> we were listening to uh, Samchenu, ah. Mordechai Ben David from the Mashiach album. And then somebody else tried to sneak in there. Did you well. hear what the Jewish community in Silver Spring, Maryland did over the show? I'm afraid to ask. No, this is <laughs> phenomenal. And actually, yeah. this would this would have been a good thing to have on also. Um, they announced that they had uh, set up ho- hosting arrangements okay. and food and all that stuff and buses for anybody who wanted it from uh, from communities that were very hard hit, for Rockaway and so forth. Yes. And they bust yes. families into Silver Spring mm-hmm. for Shabbos. Yes. Um, so I happened. Somebody who was involved in that is an acquaintance of mine, and uh, I last spoke to him about it Thursday afternoon. But he said at that point already they had 15 families that were going to be getting out of the flood zone, out of the disaster yes. area of Far Rockaway and, and the five towns. That actually was posted on Facebook by somebody in Passaic. I don't know if yeah. this came from Passaic. I mean, that's pheno- amazing. Phenomenal. And by the way, besides being a really, really nice thing to do, and mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not even being the slightest bit cynical. Right. I'm being admiring. Oh, come on. It's okay. I'm, 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 <laughs> okay. I want to be very careful to say okay. that because okay. I'm not being critical. Okay. Besides being a very nice thing to do, that is one of the most outrageously fantastic bits of community marketing I have ever yeah, heard. Yeah, true. Um, because it's just all good. It's 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 taking a community and put it, literally showcasing how it is putting its best foot right. forward. absolutely. It is, there's no question that people would not open their homes to total strangers from a community fairly far away unless they were very nice people right. and were interested in helping. Right. And, and at the same time, you're, you're taking yeah. this innate niceness and you're using it to showcase your community. That is brilliant. very, very nice. Wow. And Silver Spring, I'm not sure that that area didn't, some areas down there didn't lose power either. I think Maryland might have gotten a little bit, but I think not it as wasn't much. anything not like what happened here. Hit. Uh, but it was... Uh, I mean, this was unexpected for the utilities, for everyone else. I, I know I was watching, as I'm sure you were, um, the news reports before the storm hit, right. how the companies were ramping up beforehand, bringing in extra crews, having them on standby, bringing in extra transformers. But right. I think when it hit, to the extent that it did, especially in the Jersey Shore right. area. Well, I mean, it came ashore at Atlantic City, basically. Yeah, overwhelming. Uh, but the casinos are back up. Are they? That's oh, what thank the governor announced. Oh, that, thank goodness. <laughs> Go right thank there. Goodness. So they're going to start that busing down to the right, city. Exactly. <laughs> well, hey, they could t- send all the marathon runners down there. That was something. That was uh, that was not a, a good piece of publicity, I guess, for that, the city. That was, that that was, that was a little bit. Truly, I mean, without, you know, it was truly one of the most foolish decisions. Now, you know, we're not standing in his, in his place. And the mayor has been doing a great job. He's been out there, obviously, and pushing. All true. But you know that 50,000 people or how many people are going to be there, and you know the resources are going to, to they be They were used. still pulling bodies out of Staten Island, right. and, and they are going, going, going to run a road race, race right. out of Staten Island. I understand Seriously? the concept, because after 9-11, yeah. Rudy Giuliani said they should have the race. But that was two months and they later. Did. It was two months and later, Rudy exactly. was right. And it was different because it could galvanize the community right. and be something positive. It was absolutely it was correct. too raw. It's too raw right now. The mayor's concept, it's an important tourist thing, it's an important for business, Which for the is. economy. All Which that is. is true. He's right. right about all that. But all of that was trumped by the fact that it was just days later, and they're still pulling bodies out exactly. of Staten Island. Exactly. And uh, But the runners are, many of the runners are volunteering to yeah. help. 
Um, well, they might as well get something out of having flown to <laughs> New York. No, but I mean that's the other that's the other thing. And, and I do understand there are a lot of organizations that it's, the race is not simply just a race anymore, where oh, no, you you look deal. for a winner. You have different organizations that mm-hmm. get together to raise funds Correct. for many charitable, worthwhile organizations, and they lose. There was well, every reason to run the race on its face, right. except for timing. The yeah, timing right. trumped it was, everything. It was too was too close. And then, of course, the big picture of the generators sitting in Central right. Park. Right. Uh, I think that was probably the, the New York Post the did a great job with that. Uh, I mean, to have three massive generators, even if they were privately paid for, even if they who were, cares? It, it doesn't matter because. I, I don't know how it all works, but I'm sure in this situation the government can trump almost anything and and grab hold of whatever resources it needs. Anyone who owns a generator and didn't need it for their own stuff, you would hope would have said to somebody else, take a generator. And these were I massive. Mean, look, look what was happening even in this community. Sure. As somebody who had a generator got his power back, he immediately, I saw it several times, said, does anybody need to yeah. borrow a generator? Right. Somebody who has a generator that could power a small apartment building. Sitting doing nothing. And three of them. For, right. Three of them. That's just, right. it's just immoral. Two, two of them and a backup. <laughs> right. I think uh, the mayor probably lost some some points on that I one. I think so. But he's not running for election again, so, you know. Uh, but then he, uh, whatever. But, you know, overall <laughs> he's doing a great job. Go- Governor Christie seems to have been out there right in front. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of the calls came, of course, when we didn't have phone service here, but Mayor Bowage here in Elizabeth yeah. uh, sent out the calls. I'm sure many mayors Yeah, they've been sending out texts and emails also. And texts also. Uh, that's one thing I have to tell you. We have Fios here, mm-hmm. and Fios is Verizon. Right. Um, I like Fios. When it works, it's great. But, <laughs> you know, it's, it's fiber optics. Right. So when the power goes down. Well, if the cable's interrupted, you know, I mean, well, it's, but it's it coming is, off the pole, utility pole. It comes isn't off it? the utility pole, but it's fiber, and fiber optic is, does not carry an electrical charge. Right. It carries light, so it can carry information at, vi- at phenomenal speeds, but it can't carry power. Right. So when the when the signal gets to the junction box to the house, right. it needs to have power, mm-hmm. and there's a battery backup. So when the power goes. You only have phone service until that battery backup dies. Is, dies, which is a few hours. Whereas when you have the copper lines, uh, the old phone mm-hmm. systems, or what, those who have it, right. it's self-charging, self-powering, right. so you can get the signal out. So I think that's something that should be looked at because you have a lot of people who are switching over to Fios, and after a relatively short time, they have no phone service. Oh, well, we, we don't have a hardwired phone in our house at all. We have, well, that's because of hardwired. We, we, have, we have a cable, and as soon as we lost the cable... As soon as we okay. lost the power, that was right. it. You but had, we had cell had phones, and thank God Verizon cell phones were we're, we're, were working. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, we have what do we have? I think we have AT and T. Yeah, we have. I AT&T heard those AT&T. were very, very, very bad sporadic at the, in the beginning. beginning. Yep, they were. They were very bad in the beginning. But again, if there's no power to the uh, to the transmitter to the towers, right. then you know it's a problem over there. Right. Uh, but hopefully next week we'll bring a uh, a greater. You know, we'll have a, we'll have a better time of it. And uh, just to echo uh, Governor Christie's words, to be careful out there. And if something looks stupid, it is stupid. He said that because <laughs> there are some people who, if their neighbor had power, they would string an electrical uh, cord, an extension cord from one house to the other. Right. And he said it's not a safe thing to do. And he said if it looks stupid, it's stupid. That's <laughs> his comment. <laughs> you know, tells it like it is. Uh, but hopefully we'll hear great things. Now, this week, I, I don't know what's happening in the stream today, as I mentioned. Uh, yeah, I, I don't no know if idea. it's going to click into uh, – uh, encore presentations. What's happening with the stunt show? Is there going to be uh, an original 
program this week? Do Assuming you know? somebody's able to record it, I would believe so. Who should be on the rotation? You, I'm you, not sure. you were on last week. I did last or week did or you the t- week before. Two, you did two weeks ago, right? I think so. Right, yeah. So this week, last week, there wasn't anything. Uh, there wasn't this an original week, program. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So hopefully the stream will get back up. Nachum was able to get back on the air. Friday, uh, thank on, God. Uh, Friday, uh, even Thursday, I think he oh, did was the show. Oh, wasn't he? Did he do the show Thursday? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, he was able to be on the stream. So continue to listen to the stream, jmnam.org, nachumsegel.com, and uh, possibly JM Radio will be up and running in the next a couple of days. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's so. This is There's unbelievable. One thing, it's not just the transmitters getting power. It's the electronics that might right, be fried the in, the, uh, in the interim. Right. Uh, and it was very smart. Like what you did, um, we didn't do it, but thankfully we were, we were smart. We turned off all the lights. People should turn off, if they don't have power, and, and they're still listening to us, right. they should turn off their breakers. When they see the power go on, turn on the breaker and then Correct. slowly turn everything on so you don't have a surge right. of, uh, of electrical power. Mayor, thank you for joining me this morning. Thank, thank you, you for inviting much. me. It's, Always it's a lot fun. of fun. I'm glad I didn't have to string a line all the way to your house, which, what did I say? It's 100 and is it how many how many feet to I your house? I don't know. Oh, did you house? figure I, that out? Yeah, I figured out. I think I posted there or sent you a text about that um, <laughs> to, to get the show up and running. But thankfully, we were able to do that. 8.50 in the morning here on uh, the East Coast, Eastern Standard Time in the United States. We're going to go to some music by um, Moshe... Who is this? Who are we going to next? Moshe Hecht? No, Moshe, Moshe Illowitz. I was so close. Moshe, Moshe Illowitz. Oh, no, that's not Moshe Illowitz. Here on the JM Sunday. Thanks for listening, everyone.
Thank you, thank you to Moshe Elowitz for uh, providing that last song, Vayazor, is the name of that. And uh, did I mention it before that? We had, no, I don't think so. Uh, Odele Kale was the song prior. Samchenu. Uh, actually, before we, we last broke, it was Samchenu, and before that, Odele Kale. Here on JM Sunday, coming up uh, towards the end of our show, just another another few minutes here on uh, a JM Sunday on the stream at nachamsegel.com, jmtheam.org. My thanks to Mayor Ferdick for joining us this morning. It was a great pleasure to have him here and to see us see him here and uh, hear that everything is okay with him and his family weathering the storm literally. It is uh, the 4th of November, 19th day in the month of Cheshvan, 32nd daf in Shabbos, daf Yomi. And uh, the stream will continue today, 24-6, continues right here on the stream. Nachum will be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with JM in the AM, a Monday morning edition. Uh, it will probably be on the stream only. 
Again, jmandtheam.org, nachomsegel.com. Please go to jmandtheam.org when you get a chance and participate in our end-of-the-year silent campaign to help uh, keep the station going and to help all that we do going. It is extremely, extremely important. I, uh, again, want to thank you all for joining me this morning, and we hope to see you next Sunday morning with great programming on JM Sunday. Till then, hope everything is, uh, is dry where you are and we have a great week.